Test, test, test. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Near and Far podcast. We are going to the Duke Mayo Bowl. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Florida State getting the shaft. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about NCAA madness. People are uh, losing their minds right now. We, uh, our men's soccer team is going to the College Cup. Our women's basketball team beat, beat Penn State. Yeah. Our men's Undefeated. basketball team lost the backyard brawl. See how I, I, I put a couple positives in there before that one? You know, <laughs> turn over a new leaf here. Um, yeah. So lots to, lots to talk about. Transfer portal. We'll get into all that. So, uh, yeah, I guess let's start with the, the Duke Mayo Bowl, maybe. Uh, what, what were your guys' thoughts whenever it was announced? I love mayonnaise. <laughs> Especially Duke's mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. start there because I really do love mayonnaise. I like pop tarts more, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> there's nothing I love more than a good guaranteed loan, though. Uh, guaranteed rate on a loan. Um, let, me, let me ask you guys about a pop tarts real quick because I'm just curious. Do you, are you do you go heated or do you go not heated? Who has heated? time for heat and a pop tart? <laughs> <laughs> I just heated, plate, plain, straight up, op, no heat. Optimal setting is heated, non-frosted, melted butter on top. No frosting. No frosting. If you if you have that opportunity, if you're eating them cold, frosting is the best. But I don't think I do. I've ever had a pop tart with no frosting in my life. I, <laughs> I I'm telling you, try it. I also tear off the edges to the point where when I'm done tearing everything off the pop tart, it's about the size of a quarter. <laughs> so you, when you tear them off, you don't you don't eat the edges. You just get, discard the edges. Correct. It's like See, that's chalk. my favorite part. I like that little doughy, you know, before that you get yeah. to the the filling. But mayonnaise, man, I don't tear the edges off of mayonnaise. I, you know, Chad, I think Chad Turner was the first person I ever met who dipped French fries in mayonnaise. I still and, do it. Yeah, and I remember thinking that's fucking disgusting and then the i tried it friend. yeah then i tried try it tater tots it's tater so tots good. are where it's at yeah. it's so good well <laughs> neil brown i heard he said that if he wins he's gonna take a bath in the mayo oh so, that's gonna be that's gonna be like the perfect meme for us for like yeah. all next year is him yeah. doused in mayo yes hopefully <laughs> hopefully right right yeah uh, uh i was uh, i was really surprised i, I, I did not see that coming I don't know, it was man. It, it was typically <laughs> reserved for the SEC, right? Right. So they it's, did a little swapping somewhere yeah. like along the way. Two, it's like a two. I think it's one. I want to say it's one. Or, it's at least one. I want to say maybe two million dollar pay cut, like haircut, compared to like the pop, pop tarts bowl. If you compare it to like pop tarts. Uh, hmm. Someone that shut that goddamn dog up. <laughs> Uh, uh, two million dollar pay cut's not good, but yeah. I like we're playing I, the big thing for me. We're I like our opponent, like we're playing a team, and we don't know about their quarterback or whatnot. But I feel like we're playing another eight and four team. Um, and being down here, I know that like that like they're they're pretty disappointed. They had way higher expectations for their yeah, season. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We had low expectations. Yeah. They had high expectations. They were meeting in the middle, it looks like. They kind of went on a slide there toward the end of the season. Yeah. But this yeah, is, it's, all, uh, it's all going to matter on whether their quarterback plays. 
that's going to be Which, a big difference. Honestly, if I'm him, I, I get it. He's one of the top prospects, supposedly, and whatnot. But have you seen our secondary this year? Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, are you sure you don't want to show up to that game and put that on film against our secondary? Yeah, yeah. Throw, throw, throw for about 600 yards. So, and <laughs> speaking of our secondary, like, is Hershey McLaren entered the portal? He won't be playing, mm-hmm. obviously, right? I, I would guess not. Most of the time when they enter the portal, they don't play, right? There's a guy on our team think. named Hershey McLaren. <laughs> How am I just now learning about that? <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I've not paid much attention to the secondary. <laughs> yeah. He, he played a lot of snaps, too. So I was uh, up as well. This is, this is re, well, it's rematch, obviously, but also... It's the same bowl, right? They just renamed it yes. from that yeah. 2008 Pat's last, uh, last What was game. it called? The Meineke Car Care Meineke Bowl? Car Care Bowl, yeah. yeah. That was a barn Pat, burner. 31-30. 4-0. Yeah. that game. Yeah. Didn't they have – didn't North Carolina have somebody crazy? Am I, am I remembering this right? Yeah, they, they had the crazy. running back. Was it Hakeem Nix? It was like – Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He, he caught, like, everything. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Well, it happened to us um, at Georgia Tech whenever Georgia Tech's starting quarterback was out. And uh, they had, they had Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. 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 He only had yeah. like 300 yards, <laughs> four touchdowns. Yeah. Like every time we played Pitt with Fitzgerald, you're like, he's going to have 300 yards receiving and four <laughs> touchdowns, but we're still going to win. <laughs> Can we yeah. weather the storm? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited, though, man. I like our, I like our opponent. I feel like we will. Uh, this will be a good gauge of if we go in, if we go in there and lose, then like everything we've been kind of saying, like uh, eight and four, blah, you know, like it feels like we, we really benefited from the schedule can very well be true. If we go in there and win, then maybe you can say, OK, like, you know, North, a lot of people had North Carolina at least playing for the ACC championship this year. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, maybe we're maybe we're OK. I mean, if you look at their recruiting classes last three years, there's like top 15 recruiting classes. They have a lot of talent. To kind of remind you of like uh, Mac Brown, year, baby. Like when um, Gino, we started what five and zero, six and zero, and then yeah. lost five Super and high expectation. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. yeah. I well, mean, they I don't got, know if they had they the got same... banged up, right? Is that what happened? Like kind of mid season, did May miss a game or so, or no? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. They lost to Virginia, who's a bad team. Then they lost the next game to Georgia Tech, which is not great by any means. But right. I mean, I think they went about five hundred this year. Uh, and then they lost to NC State and Clemson, I want to say. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this one plays I think out. It but depends. I mean, I Drake May, like, does he play? Does he not? If he if he plays, like, I feel like win or lose, at least you're getting like their best shot. If he doesn't play and we lose, <laughs> then that's like, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to go ahead and like make, you know, but it's, I'd rather, if we're going to lose to them, I'd rather lose them at like full strength, right? Like when they're starting right. QB right. who's a NFL prospect versus. Well, <laughs> was it uh, Liberty's coach that was bitching because Bo Nix was, was going to play in the, uh, they got a New Year's Day Bowl. Liberty. Liberty's yeah. playing Oregon. Liberty is playing oh Oregon. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> brutal. Yeah. And that was, a, what was it? Liberty or it was SMU, right? Those were the two kind of who was going to get that 
higher ranking to take that spot for the yeah non- and then S- SMU lost their conference championship game right no they won it um who were they who am I thinking they, of they played Tulane I think and won but the question was like they they had lost two games which I think both were power five I mean that was interesting especially if you look at it right because you can make an argument that it should have been SMU um and not Liberty. I mean, Liberty's undefeated, but look who Liberty played, right? If you look at their schedule, yeah. SMU lost a couple games, but they lost to Power Five. That's so uh, if Liberty beats Oregon, can they have a share of the national title? I don't think so. They just <laughs> declare mean, it. They'll have yeah. like multiple national champions this year. You'll have Florida yeah. State, Liberty, <laughs> and then the actual playoff winner. What did you guys think of the whole Florida Florida State fiasco? Well, first of all, I thought it was interesting you brought that up that the last time that an undefeated got left out was us because of Florida State. Well, let me let me paint a picture. Was that the for last you, okay? time? I've got or... I've got a little rant here. It was 1993. <laughs> Donnie Don, Donnie Nealon had the boys cooking. Okay, Donnie, one, one of the best one of the best defenses in the country. Robert Walker was averaging six yards a carry. Uh, we had Thunder and Lightning with Jake Kelschner and Darren Studstill. Jake the Snake. We Kelchner. go through the 93 season undefeated, unblemished. We get left out of the national championship because a one-loss Florida State makes it in ahead of us. Okay? How does it feel, Florida State? Florida State goes on to win the national championship, by the way. How is it? We won't talk about what happened to us in the, yes, uh, in the, in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> it was a bad matchup. Our boys weren't jacked up. Is you that know. the Darren Studstill sideways yes. helmet game? Yes, yeah, okay. yes, yes. Um, but hey, hey, what goes around comes around. Florida State. How's it feel? I mean, we were we were undefeated and got left out because you went in ahead of us, and now it comes around and. I guess my my thoughts on it. First of all, I just I, I'm gonna have a hard time feeling sorry for them. But I think if the criteria is they want the best four teams, not the best, not the top four deserving teams. If they want the best four teams in the country to play, then Florida State was not one of the best four teams, in my opinion. I I agree because I mean you can even say the same about Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've won 29 in a row or whatever until they lost to Alabama. But still, I mean, like they don't. Play the meat and potatoes of the SEC. Georgia's Georgia's schedule was so bad that you couldn't put them in there, but they very well may be better than Texas. Like if right. you're asking, like it's it's possible that Georgia's like, and yeah, I, I I really yeah. I hope that Georgia and Florida State is a real game that where they really try and because that'll be fascinating to watch. That like it might be my most fascinating matchup. Yeah, see the two teams left out play head to head. That's that's at least they did that, you know. Yeah, they got something right. But it, it yeah, I don't know if the both of those teams were. They didn't put up the same. They didn't have to play the same kind of schedule. That like, I don't know. Alabama's just they they've they're a completely different team the second half of the season. Yes. Which and so isn't Florida State. That's what it is like. Florida State is not the same team right now that beat LSU in the beginning of the season by like they were beating them bad. Like they beat they were yeah. they beat they beat LSU bad. Florida State is not the same team now. And Alabama is not the same team that lost to Texas at the beginning of the season. Right. Their quarterback is night and day better. 
right? They had three, they went through three quarterbacks, the, you know, the first three games of the season, trying to figure out what, who they were going to play with. But you see a lot of these people like throwing up all these scores, like, oh, you know, Alabama squeaked by here, blah, blah, blah. But they were play they squeaked by Auburn. That's an, that's, that's a rivalry game. You can't. Well, yeah. You, you never know how those are going to go. I don't care if Auburn is three and eight going into yeah, that we, game. Yeah, we know how. Yeah. Well, they, we know. Yes, we know how that goes, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. We're going to roll into that one. It was 2007. Rich Rod and the Boy Scouts. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even. No, I'm not even. <laughs> uh, I, I do think, I mean, I feel like the committee somewhat got an out. Because I feel like the only people that are just outraged, if you will, right, is is clearly the Florida State contingency. I mean, I thought it was like, oh, it sucks for them, man. Like that's that's shitty. But it's like it's it's a moot point next year, right? Like the expansion of twelve teams. You can't really bitch if you're like, you know, the the twelfth team that got left out, right? And so, yeah. But I do think it would have been. I knew they weren't going to leave an SEC team out. Yeah. I didn't, no way. There was no way. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I thought. And then once Texas won, if, if anything, I thought, does Texas go in or not? You know what I mean? Like, I thought for sure Bama's getting in as the champion. And hell, it wouldn't have surprised me if they left Texas Dude. and Florida State out and were like, Georgia, yeah. Bama. Yeah. yeah. No. It, yeah, it if, wouldn't have surprised I, me if, at all. If Georgia would have won that game, I personally, I think that Texas gets out because they don't know, they no longer have to put Alabama in. If Georgia wins that game against Alabama, they put Georgia in and Florida State's in, in my opinion. They couldn't put Alabama in without putting Texas in. Yeah, you couldn't, put, was, you couldn't put the champion, right? You couldn't leave the SEC champion out of the fold. Right. Like, right. you could always have the champion plus another SEC team, like they've done in the past, but you can't leave the champion out. They ought to just go ahead and say, these three spots are reserved for the other conferences. <laughs> One of these is yes. the SEC. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like you, you guys shared that graphic earlier this week in the text, right? Of like the final CFP rankings, and I think it's what Florida State was the only team, yeah, out of like yeah. the top what eleven or twelve that the rest of the Big, Big Ten, Ten the or, yeah. Yeah. or will be right, like in right. next year. And so, dude, that's that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. I mean, if 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 people think there's not going to be, and I guess I. One thing I need to do on the homework side, and I don't know if they've kind of hammered it out yet, because I know there were the preliminary rules about how those 12 slots will be filled. I don't know if it's finalized, finalized, finalized completely yet, but like <laughs> you can have like eight teams from the Big Ten and SEC. Yeah. You know, and it's like great for them, you know, like, but everybody else I think is going to be as frustrated with the format when it's going to be loaded full of you know, big 10 and sec teams. Yeah. I do. You, so do you guys buy into the conspiracy stuff? Cause it, like, I do think there is bias uh, as far as they want good matchups. I think that TCU and that national championship last year hurt Florida state a little bit in this, but I, what's crazy about that is people forget that TCU beat Michigan to it get to the Michigan. national championship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like they didn't show up in the national championship 100%, but, to say that TCU didn't deserve to be there was saying that Michigan didn't either, really. But anyway, I I think that, first of all, if if Florida State's quarterback hadn't been hurt, there's no way that Florida State gets left out, right? Or, do, or, or, or like, so how can you say there's a conspiracy? I do think, I think that 
they want good matchups. I think that uh, it, it concerns me for a team like West Virginia, like in that 12 man playoff, like if we're like a one loss team, how are we going to, how are they going to stack us up against like an old miss with two losses in the sec? We're not, yeah. you know what I mean? We're I, can't, I, mean I, really can't, I cannot believe they did it. I mean, I thought if anything else, they had, they had sufficient coverage this year from just like a, Hey, next year we're moving to 12 to actually, which again, did I think they'd ever do this? No, because they're the SEC. But I feel like they had enough kind of cover if they wanted to leave the SEC out this year, right, to have said, like, sorry. You know what I mean? It is it is what it is. Like, you guys, you kind of split. Like, had it been Georgia, like, they'd have been in. But they didn't win. And so, Florida State, you're undefeated, you're in. Texas, you're in. You know, so, of course, they didn't do that. Um but if they were ever going to do it, this would have been the year I think they could have got away with it and there wouldn't have been. Yeah, people would have complained and yelled or whatever, but it, you at least had more of a justification. I cannot believe, honestly, that they left Florida State out. I mean, I get it, the quarterback piece of it, but then you're saying it's all about matchups, like you said, right? You're just trying to put the best product out there for the playoff as opposed to saying what, who are the four most deserving or at least, I mean, they won ugly, but they their defense was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, with this logic, does that mean that you could lose like the first three games of the season because your quarterback was suspended and then he comes back and you win out That's and, what you, I mean. and you get into the playoff because, yeah. hey, you know, you lost those three games because you didn't have your starting quarterback. But now it's clear that you're one of the best teams. No, that would never go that way. That's It's like they changed the logic, right? Like you change right. the game. You change the rules in the middle of the game, especially at least as it relates to one pick. You know, I mean. I would have loved to have seen even more chaos, quite honestly. Like, I would have loved to have seen a, a train wreck full of one-loss teams. And no, like, you yeah, know, like Washington teams. had lost. Yeah, if you yeah. had, like, seven or eight one-loss teams, like, obviously Ohio State would get in just because they're yeah. Ohio State. I was surprised that they didn't get bumped up higher than what, what they did. But there wasn't the a lot of room. There wasn't a lot of room. Year. It, yeah, it does it, this it year. I mean, sucks, like every year, but people think that it's the greatest. But you have, I, I think, you have three SEC, teams. Honestly, I mean, you look at Georgia's division, right, and like who they beat, and like yeah, at the beginning you're like, oh, Georgia's Georgia. And I again, like it's hard not to be like Georgia's Georgia when you're carrying a you know <laughs> consecutive national championship and undefeated seasons into it. It's hard to not, but. If you really analyze it just year by year and forget about that and now go look at their record, like, yeah, they were undefeated and that's something, but Florida State was undefeated. So, like, let's put yeah. Georgia's up next to Florida State's, you know, and say, like, oh, it, again, we didn't have to in that case. But going into the championship game, is is Georgia really remarkably better? I mean, their best win would have been against Alabama in the championship game. Maybe they need to start having, like, floating conferences so that are the – the top 10 recruiting classes have to play in a conference together and they can really dog it out. Well, because I think we're heading got, there. <laughs> yeah. I think we're got, heading there. That's you've uh, got like, you know, you, you do have Georgia and Alabama that have, you know, top 10 recruiting classes every year. You've got Ohio state, Michigan, um, Penn state. And then there's the rest of the conferences. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's hard to like really say like oh the SEC's the best by far the best conference. Well, yeah, they have a couple of the the best teams in the country, but top to bottom, I mean, really, 
Yeah. Um, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I just don't know that you can they that you can say that they're like by far the best. I, so it's, I'm t- over the whole. I mean, don't give me. I feel like it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Like we've talked about, you know, it's like the SEC, the SEC. But again, how much of that is because that's what we say every year? You know, like a self fulfill. Like, well, the SEC is the toughest, so we always end up with the SEC person in the playoff or in the BCS bowl era. And it does like, get ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I think the conference thing is is generally bullshit. Like, I mean, yes. Well, Years off years, right? A certain conference will be super stout, another one will be down, they'll be up. Like they change, they flex, but you know, it's we'll see. I'm curious to see how Texas and Oklahoma do in year one in the SEC. I heard um, somebody, I haven't got to look at it, but somebody said that Georgia's schedule for 24 leaked and it doesn't look as favorable as it has for them. In the they didn't, they're out of conference. Georgia Tech was the only FBS out of conference opponent. Georgia they do Tech. that every year. That's the yeah, thing. And the then SEC, they have that bye week. In yes, week, where they week go 10. play an FCS yes. school in the, yeah. in the late Georgia's, end of the season. Georgia's schedule was a joke. It really was. Like, granted, they they, they had to they, they they finished the year strong. They had to play, um, you know, obviously Alabama and then Ash, in the SEC championship. But Georgia's schedule was a joke. That's what makes me like. Florida State scheduled LSU they play and an Florida. They eight-game conference schedule, right? Yes. They play an eight-game yes. conference schedule. It, what other conference? I mean, maybe the, does the Big Ten? I mean, we play nine, obviously, but I think most play nine, yeah. right? It's usually nine conference games and you're three non. They play an eight. So Georgia, know, the, Georgia played know. three FCS opponents this year. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, well, they may. Let me see who they played. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have four non-conference games. They played Tech, like you said. Georgia so Tech, I'm pretty five. sure, was the only FBS. Are you guys ready for their schedule next year? They got to play Clemson, Alabama, Auburn, Texas, Ole Miss, Tennessee. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> well, that's yeah, like, that's you pretty can, brutal. You can, you can talk about the SEC all you want, but like that's – Pretty brutal. I mean, they didn't pretty, have yeah. that same schedule this year. <laughs> no, here's, they didn't. Here's who they played this year out of conference, Dylan. UT Martin to open right. it up, forty-eight to seven. Ball State, forty-five. That to might three. be FBS. I don't know where they fall, but that's not a power five. Is that a Mac yeah. team? No, it's not a power five. UAB, <laughs> which also okay. not power five, right? Like forty-nine to twenty-one. And then they go on and, and tech, like Georgia Tech. That's so, yeah, so three, three non power yeah. five games. And then meanwhile, Florida State played LSU and Florida out of. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You put those two resumes beside each other at that point and you ignore the fact that like the starting QB is out, which I think you should just say results. And then you look I, like, I don't know. I mean, they, they still play Vandy. You know what I mean? You act like they, they always act like the SEC, but it's like, eh, there's some people in the SEC that are kind Arkansas of Arkansas was not win. good. BYU beat Arkansas, right? South Carolina was trash this year. South Carolina was South bad. South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, Florida was down. Yeah. Florida was, was bad. Missouri, I mean, that was, you know, that's probably a legit win based on yeah. kind of how Missouri finished out. Yeah. Auburn, I don't know, man. Um, State. Yeah. It, uh, it definitely. Like it definitely scares me a lot. Like looking at like like if you look at the top twelve teams right now, all from what next will next year will be the Big Ten or the SEC, except for Florida State. Do you think Florida State like does this accelerate? We've heard for years that Florida State and Clemson are leaving the does. ACC. Does this accelerate Florida State leaving? 
I, I, so I thought that initially too, and I still think I do overall, but the question is, does how does, I think it'll be, how does the 12 team play out? Right. At least in the yeah. first couple of years, because if it ends up being top heavy, like eight teams from the big 10 and you know, the sec, then absolutely, you know, um, because it's, I mean, think about that, that money's coming in right for those teams collectively as a conference right. and then getting divvied out. So, I mean, if they're raking in playoff money, four teams or more from the conference and then divvying that out, then that's even further increasing what's already a dramatic TV rights split, you know? So the rich will get richer. Um, Big 12 is interesting. I think Big 12 has got the right guy in charge right yeah. now, currently. We, we've I mean, seen a much better footing than the ACC. And I've heard rumors, actually, that what you might see is an ACC Big 12 merger. Maybe that's just wishful thinking on my end, but that's what I've heard is like I, you could see Clemson and Florida State leaving, UNC and um, maybe Virginia, or UNC, maybe Duke leaving, and then the rest of the teams get absorbed into the Big 12. And there's a Big 12 ACC merger with an East and West part of the of the conference. Yeah, I mean, I think you is it your Mac? I think is his last name. I'm probably mm-hmm. mispronouncing that, but that dude, I mean, he's a salesman, which I think is like what you need in this. Well, era, I think this right, year, of, this year, either the Big 12 or the Pac 12 were going to collapse. Yeah, that was going to happen to one of those conferences this year, and it was the Pac 12, which was well, his his well WWE played. stuff too. It's really interesting, right? Because he's he's viewing it more like it's entertainment. Right. It's not yeah. just football. It's like it's it, how do I partner and do these things? The WWE kind of sponsorship marriage is very interesting. Um, yeah. Undertakers. You know. Yeah. Because you're I mean, he's targeting. He, he's to me, I think he's playing chess. Right. Which I'm not saying the other conferences are. But it's like, how do I get more people to watch football? Right. Everything's always been traditional. Like, well, what's their alumni base? What's their state size? Right. He's like. If I can get the people that watch WWE, yeah, there's naturally a Venn diagram of like overlap between football fans and wrestling fans, but there's going to be football fans and vice versa. So like what other markets can we tap into to pool and get people interested in football that maybe, you know, haven't been college football fans? Um, It's curious. I, I'd like, I mean, yeah, I can't, I still can't believe the Pac-12 is dead. Yeah. I mean, that was very sad. Uh, Very, very sad. Were we Crazy. talking about the Duke Mayo Bowl? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's like went on a tangent. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, we're going to do bowl pickums, Not this uh, episode, but maybe like an episode, like we do another episode before the bowl game. We we do a bowl pick'em. Yeah. Who do you uh, think? Um, so you, you guys sent that, the meme around, which was hilarious. The conference call between Norvell and kirby smart <laughs> like who who looks less enthused to be in this bowl but that, that is curious like it, i feel like that game could be could be great because it's you yeah, know two uh, teams or it could be just away, awful, i was like that's the one i'm the most excited for is there any motivation right because it's like i don't know they really into moral victories you know i know i'm sure kirby smart isn't after having two national championships i mean maybe norvell is because it's still a rising you know kind of a thing but man, I feel bad for that dude because doing all the right things, building that program back, going undefeated, like you've done it all, and then you get just shit on, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... I saw a thing where they this guy said Florida State should take their team, go down to uh, Miami, I saw that. 
have a good time, get all the gifts, do all the stuff, show up at the game, walk out onto the field, and then not play the game and make ESPN scramble. (laughs) I mean... Did you guys watch the selection show? Because I... And I don't... I don't watch nearly like we used to, right? In college where it was like 24-7, you know, ESPN and game day. When we were part of the conversation. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's part of the reason I don't watch as much. Um, But I thought it was really interesting, like, that they got into some, like, pretty fiery debate, you know? Like, Reese Davis, like, had to get, you know, like, pretty – he's pretty – level i feel like you know yeah. trying to get like very different like and then the other guys are like well don't say we when you're saying we you're trying to bring you know and it was like clearly some division on just that panel between that decision with florida state um yeah but it's uh, yeah it's i mean espn is partly if not entirely to some degree to blame for the current state of college football and where things are heading i mean it's like it's all the tv money right that's ruined in my i'm not saying ruined still a good product but you know well, if you want to put on the tinfoil hat and go like a little deeper down the rabbit hole, if you look at the top 12 teams right now, again, even you can even include Florida State in this. They're all the blue blood programs. They're all the big TV markets. They're all the teams that ESPN would want to be in the top 12. Okay. Yeah. And so let's like, are we, is this maybe a result of like two years into the NIL? And these transfer rules, and we're we've already arrived at the point where they have uh, eliminated enough variables to where the Boise States, the West Virginias, the, uh, the the NC states and stuff like that will no longer be a part of the national conversation because they have now stacked the deck to the point where these blue blood programs can simply outspend everybody and not give them a chance. Well, I mean. You've got, like you just said, they've got all this money to spend, but they're still losing players like Oklahoma's quarterback, Ohio State's quarterback. Like, if those guys cannot keep players on their roster, then, like, how are we going to ever, you know, we might, like, we're still waiting to hear if Jaheim White's going to hang around. (laughs) I think, well, I think the difference is, too, I think you're right as far as what it means for West Virginia for sure. And it's not good, but I do think the difference, right. Is like a, an Ohio state is just going to go plug in another guy, right? Like they're going to go get another awesome quarterback from somewhere else. That's probably why he left is because, well, that's why I think we're going to go to the portal. Yeah. He wasn't very good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and And they know, I mean, that's the thing too. And also that's the deal with, um, Oh gosh, why am I blanking? What's the other guy, big name that that put his name in the portal? Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel, like if you look, essentially it's that this, you know, freshman phenom's nipping at his heels and Lebby is going to Mississippi State, right, as the head coach. And that's really his guy. That's who brought him there on his first transfer. So that part of it's interesting because you're like, are people now, maybe that's good. I mean, you've empowered the athlete. And so maybe the athletes, at the end of the day, it's money and it's not the schools. And so if an individual player can get a better deal, elsewhere or hitch their wagon to their offensive coordinator or the quarterback coach and go wherever then you know but at the end of the day who's got money who doesn't and that's no, that's gonna be a thing. problem i saw a thing today that there were i don't remember their names there was a guy for ohio state that was making more money through his nil than uh 
this running back that's a starting running back in the NFL. And it's <laughs> uh do you know how much Brock Purdy is making right now? He's leading the MPV discussion in the in the NFL. He's making eight hundred thousand dollars a year. They've already said a, a a a quarterback, a good quarterback on the portal is between one and two million. Yeah. So yeah, like this is insane. This this is this is not sustainable. And what's crazy about this compared to the NFL is like NFL, an owner pays a salary. If the team's good, they sell more tickets, they sell more beer, they sell more jerseys, and that you get a return on that investment. This money that's going to the athletes is coming from donors slash people who want to sponsor them, I guess you could say, like Kuthman Ford or whatever. Like, if we go undefeated next year and go to national championship and win it, Toothman Ford doesn't get a penny of that. Like, so, so how long can this last? Like, the well in West Virginia is going to be dry at some point. And I just yeah. don't know what that looks like. Speaking so of we, to, we should uh, recognize our sponsor, Toothman Ford. <laughs> 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 this, this episode is sponsored by the Players Club. Uh, good times. <laughs> Good times, good beers, good friends. Oh my god! Our friends' restaurant. Uh, so come early, we, bird special. We'll have to dig deeper because I don't know enough about it to speak with any real authority. But looking at the NCAA's current president's proposal or pitch for kind of you know, which is comical to me, right? These guys have sat on their hands this entire time. It took a lawsuit, right, to even get them moved into NIL territory. They still were steadfast in the fact that the NIL had to be run through a trust and the schools themselves couldn't. And now now they're going to propose, right, that, that schools can pay. But it's it's cre- if that happens, I think that it's going to make it even worse because his proposal, like he talks about kind of a, a subdivision, if you will, of the, you know, he, he, call, he referred to it as like there's the top 100 Division One schools and then there's like 250 others. And his proposal is like this kind of upper tier would have to have like, I think $30,000 or something per athlete. Um, and it's like, I don't, I don't know. Can we do that? You know what I mean? Like, are we going to be in this, if they adopt something like that, are we going to even be in like just an NCAA tier to compete at that level? And how does that then, if, and assuming they adopted, they probably, you know, there's going to be obviously lots of time to talk about that, but how does that cascade down? Do we end up not even through the conferences, but through some NCAA reorganization and structure end up getting further screwed to some degree? Mm. Man, I, if we joined the big 12 for nothing and just watched us get our asses beat over the last, <laughs> you know, however many years uh, only to get sent to the, to the seller by the NCAA. I, see the threshold I heard was a hundred million dollars of, of athletic revenue. Which somebody went through the Big Twelve and like listed the programs that would get it. Oklahoma State is on like the cusp. We're not even. I don't even think we're oh, like really. It, we're yeah. even close. So, and I think yeah. that that is the multiple. I think what they're doing is taking his thirty thousand dollar figure, right, and multiplying it out across the various um, sports and athletes, and then saying like, where where would you have to be from a budgetary standpoint to kind of meet that threshold? That's a lot of money. That is, and, and, and <laughs> on again, an annual basis, like I mean, I, and that's the thing too. I don't know how that works because, like, if you've got an athlete, like, are we talking about thirty thousand 
per athlete per year? You know, or is it like 30,000 for the athlete over their college career? That's, right? that's a that great question. That's that, and that's what's so weird about this. Right now, a senior is worth less than a freshman. That's why Jaheim White, it's so scary with him. He's got three years of eligibility left. Yeah. So, like, you can, you know, you can pay him, but like, for a senior to come in, like you would pay him less than a Jaheim White because there's only one year, one year there. So it, it's really strange the way it works. I, I don't feel good about it at all. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, it, any way you slice it, it doesn't look great for West Virginia's like long term. Like where does where are we going to be in twenty years? And what's really unfortunate, I think that's that's like that's why. Like I don't want to you know, bring this back to Neil Brown needs fired, <laughs> but I'm going to, but what that, that's, what's been so hard about handling the Neil Brown, uh, mediocrity and less than mediocrity, I guess you could say is that we are, we've been, uh, not good in the most vulnerable time that we could possibly have been in the history of college football. Yeah. And if there was ever a time we needed to be in the national conversation, it's been the last few years. And sp- I mean, sports generally, right? I mean, I think the major sports programs, so the ones that drive the cash and the TV and the viewership, and like we haven't done. I mean, yeah, obviously we we've talked ad nauseum about Neil and our thoughts there, but also Huggins, like previously on the basketball side, I think relatively, you know, like one year, what twenty maybe was it twenty? We had like a okay, you know, little run, but. This, the university is hemorrhaging money, right? I mean, that's the thing is typically you, you put all your eggs in the facilities and the sports and the programs basket because at the end of the day, they end up making you money, right? That then tenfold, 20-fold, like our WVU is in trouble, right? It's just an yeah. institution to the where they just you know went through this insane kind of right-sizing of cutting programs, cutting staff, right? And you don't have that. I mean, yes, you've got some coming in, but like you said, where where could we have been making money, you know, with some level of success? And so if if you're spending all this money on sports and the money's not coming back in and the college itself, whose sole goal is supposed to be to educate student athletes and, you know, and students not not to be a sports, you know, uh, kind of generator, then, yeah, the I think beyond the sports programs, the school as a whole is in, could be in some trouble. My question though is how much how much does a good athletics program affect enrollment? Um, I'm sure it has a positive effect on it. You know, a rising tide lifts all boats or ships, or whatever that saying is. Um, you know, and so is part of the problem university wide with this budget the fact that we we don't have as much uh, notoriety on a national stage, like. I imagine like, like like a basketball recruit, for example, whenever Rich Rod was going crazy and, you know, maybe it's uh, John Beeline's first year, a basketball recruit gets a letterhead from West Virginia. We've been good in football for the last three years in the national conversation. That letterhead with the West Virginia logo on it means something. Even, you know, even if our, there, there's a recognizing factor there where you look at that and be like, oh, West Virginia, like they've got a good athletics program. You know, their football team is, is nasty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at this. Uh, and maybe that helps. Get yourself, get you in the door to more recruits for basketball and you know other sports as well. I've always wondered that. I kind of think there's some peripheral benefit, right, on it. Certainly on the ath- athletic part, feeding the athletics. But I think on the the larger school, if nothing else, if it's just money, right? Like it, even if it's not 
kind of branding and awareness and enrollment, but if it's just the money overflowing from the coffers of the athletics program coming in can then be redistributed to the educational side of it to boost, you know, that side of it. Um, Cause I mean, let's think about it. Like granted there's names on all the buildings, not just the athletics buildings, but if you think about some of the biggest donations, certainly in like our time to the university as a whole, most of those are earmarked for athletics. And so they go, <laughs> you you got to hope that you get that return on investment so that it actually gets back to the university and, and then helps impact the educational side of it. Um, not to say we haven't. I know Kendrick's been very involved in the educational side as well. I'm trying to remember who's our like software donor. Um, who's got his name, I think, over on, you know, the engineering side of things. But certainly, you know, I, I'm sure in, in these numbers should be available, right? If we looked at like, what's the annual, you know, philanthropic receipts for, for the university foundation, just academics what'd you, versus... What did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> Philanthropics. <laughs> uh, it's oh, it's got to be bad though. I mean, I think if the school's hurting, that's a reflection that, the athletics program is hurting not say one causes the other but you know as you said like there's some nexus between the two the atlantic had an article of which i'd love to tell you i read but since i don't have a subscription and don't want to buy one i'll just leave you with the the article paragraph headline which is (laughs) (laughs) what happens when a poor state guts its public university Hmm. and i'll let you let you guys decide what university and state that's about. <laughs> so that probably just succinctly tells you everything you need to know about yeah, where we but, stand. Yeah, times times aren't good. You know, um, have you have have you thought about joining the Country Roads Trust? I think they they need you now more than ever. Trust the trust. Uh, yeah. did, you, did you make that up? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, trust that's, the trust. Trust the trust. trust, the trust. Yeah. Surely, kick the climb. Surely. Kick the climb, trust the trust. (laughs) So speaking Uh, of like numbers, how are we going to put people in seats in Charlotte when we don't put people in seats in Morgantown? Or not. (laughs) That's the short answer. (laughs) It makes no sense to me. Dude. You know what's crazy? Remember remember the Continental Tire Bowl? Yeah. They had that they had that um like gathering right in town and we were there and Rich Rod got up with a mic and was like, last one out of West Virginia, turn out the lights. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> like what a different time. But now we're like, uh, we will give you free tickets and a five gallon <laughs> jug of mayo if you if you come. <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's changed, man, dramatically. I think too it, I don't know how much of it works its way into the bowl games, but it, it sucks not being tied regionally to a conference, right? Where you can actually travel and potentially go to a road game or a couple of road games. At least we had a couple of games this year that were drivable back to bring in Pitt, Penn State back in the fold, maybe Maryland in the future. But it, that, listen, it's a necessary evil. I'm glad we're in a conference. I'm glad we're you know in a competitive conference. It's actually nationally relevant but it still makes no sense that we're part of the big 12 you know from just a geographics i mean yes we added a few teams on the east coast but it still is 
you know, the old remnants of the Southwest, you know, the big eight, it's just bizarre. Um, but I mean, shit, you got UCLA and USC going to, you know, happy Valley. Cal is in the ACC next year, right? Cal, Stanford. SMU. SMU, yeah, and Stanford, Stanford. yeah, yeah, Stanford, okay. Stanford as well. So, what about Oregon State and Washington State? Mountain uh, West, baby. Yeah, it sucks, man. Mountain West has always been, like, in my view, or at least had been for the longest time, the kind of cream of the crop of the non, you know, yeah. Power Five. And I don't it's, think they're TCU was the, the flag bearer previously, you know, and then BYU was in there as well. Yeah, uh, exactly. Colorado State has had some good years, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think they're officially joining the Mountain West. I think they're just playing a Mountain West schedule, kind of like oh, Notre Dame yeah. in the yeah. ACC. But um, yeah, Dude, that, I don't know. that like, was so telling. Like you know, Oregon State. It's just, I mean, that's. I think we know how that feels because that's where we were when the initial, you know, conference realignment happened, right? When we just thought. Oh my God! Like we're gonna be left out. We're gonna be like in yeah. some American, you know, the American or something, and be not relevant anymore. So I feel terrible for the Washington State and the Oregon State, but Oregon State to to get the shaft, not get a conference affiliation, and then lose your coach who is an alum of yeah. your school, right? Yeah, like that's just and a great coach. Like that's that's like a rich rod, but except. Rich Rod didn't have a reason to be like, hey, sorry, guys, but you're not in the conference anymore. I got to leave. <laughs> you know? And least if, if, if Rich Rod had left and we went to the Sun Belt in the same all year. In the same, yeah, same year. <laughs> Lost the pit. Rich Rod left. Hey, you guys are in the Sun Belt. <laughs> <laughs> that I think I'd awful. still be living in a trailer park in Morgantown if all that happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if we don't, tr- Chad, if we don't, um, if we don't travel to Charlotte for this bowl, like we're just not going to, right? Like this is a five hour drive, like even less than that from some parts of the state. This is in between, you know, Christmas and New Year's. Like I, I it is on like a Wednesday, which is a bit weird. I think it's on a Wednesday, but still a lot of people have that time off. And um, I, I really hope that we do travel because if we don't I would like to see it, I would yeah. like to see it. Plus, they, you know, they went out on a limb and picked us too. Like, yeah, right. Um, I didn't realize that it was less money than the the Pop Tarts Bowl. But who says we were going to the Pop Tarts Bowl? Right. Uh, and to me, this is this is a blessing. Like, this is one of the, like the, the 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 best things that's happened to West Virginia in a while. It feels like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you guys want to talk about the backyard brawl? And, no. Okay, so our basketball team sucks. Uh, it's just. <laughs> Our basketball team is not Kerr's good. Back. Kerr's uh, back. back, but like, and and that kind of that kind of like that kind of plays into the whole NIL conversation. Is like, how much did we spend on this basketball team? And like, we it's that's what's so crazy. There's like we don't know anything about how much people are being paid. We don't know what their contract says. Does Raekwon Battle make money if he doesn't play at all this year? How does all that look? We don't know, and. From all reports, before Huggins went crazy, like this basketball team cost a lot of money. That's what everybody was saying. It's like we finally ponied up and we went into the transfer porter and we're paying for these players. Well, here we are. <laughs> Those players got paid and we're not getting anything out of it. Like this is not good. Well, I think 
Perez was going to be part of that, right? So, like, it's hard to yeah. account for that. We didn't think Kerr was going to miss any time. That all came out right. after the fact. And then um, Rakeem, which is ridiculous still, I think. That's yeah. that's the part that pisses me off. No, we talked about a little bit last time. It's like you've got the NCAA focused on now proposing playing, uh, paying people. Right, yeah. that's they're trying to be all. Oh, we're ahead of the time now. It's just dramatic. And then there's this guy that, by I think most accounts, including like when Van Pelt's talking about it on ESPN now, right? They've acknowledged he meets the mental health like requirements. It's just like, a, well, why West Virginia? You know, like well, okay, we we acknowledge you have mental health issues that would otherwise deem you qualified for a waiver but most people who have that want to move you know close to home and be around their home and he's pretty much said my home situation is what got me mental health issues like it didn't help it i feel comfortable where i'm at i've got good support like the fact that you know they're it's just ridiculous and josh eilert spent time on a reservation that's like that's the connection here is that josh eilert can relate to what he grew up in and what you know, and that whole aspect of his life. And that's why, why West Virginia is because he connected with Josh Eiler and the coaching staff and they made him feel comfortable here. Um, yeah. Also, are you, are you a fucking doctor? You know what right, I mean? That's the thing right. too. It's like, stay in your lane, man. If, if they yeah. meet the requirements, who cares where they want to go at that point? If they've got a legitimate justification and they can show that they have a great support network around them where they're at, you're all about the student athlete and their health and well-being, except when you're not. It, yeah, it, it, I, that's all to say it could have been a dramatically different team, right? Than like the product we've seen now. I mean, I do you think there's a, there's some bright spots like Slazinski like that guy a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Edwards is at, it, great. He's at, he's at, all that's advertised. He's definitely good. But and I'm I'm curious to see what happens when Kirk comes back, at least to add some depth. But Hopefully he can make nine three pointers in a game, <laughs> or just one. Jesus, like, like one. <laughs> we'll take uh, one. Like, come on, that was, dude. That was rough to watch last night. It was it was hard to watch. Our defense is just like our non-existent. defense is bad. Yeah, and but they. I mean, that dude was shooting lights out. But still, God, we yeah. cannot. We cannot shoot. We are. We can't. You also got to think. And I thought this the other day when I looked at the bench when, you know, kind of they like rolled it. And everybody knows this because you know who's on the staff. But I get it. It's like you've got – Eilert's got a year, right? Maybe he gets more, but hmm. there's yeah. no guarantee. He's an interim coach with an interim tag. Practically the staff, including, you know, I think Everhart's still there, right? But was Everhart brought back? Or I don't know what the Everhart piece or whatever was going on there. But – like, no assistant coaches, right, with, like, any level of kind of weight or credibility, we're going to come over here and play for a non-guaranteed future, yeah. you know, or, or be part of the staff. So you've got, besides Eilert, who has no head coaching experience, you've now got a bunch of assistants who don't even have assistant experience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, from just a couple, a couple of them graduated like, like last year. <laughs> yeah, Jordan McCabe, I think, is still eligible to play if he wants to. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I'm not knocking him. Obviously, the guys know basketball, right? And like, right. I'm sure they'll be great coaches at some point if that's their interest. But it's just look, point to any other team at the Division One level that has that staff, right? Assembled, yeah. and then has like a great 
a great team. You know, yeah, it's like you want wise. you want you want to love them, but like yeah, love them all like, as players. Ah. You're just going. This is probably all they could do, right? Like that's why they brought in a bunch of guys, former players that would jump at the opportunity to coach, but also just know that it might just be a year, right? Like yeah. that that could be. Right. Um, Our women's basketball team is good, though. And dude, that that and, guy and, is a gr- looking like a great hire okay, right okay. now. Okay, and is this is this the light at the end of the tunnel? Because that Baker, was Rim Baker's first Baker. hire, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and we're eight and zero right now, and this is looking yeah. So we might have ourselves an AD boys. Like, yeah, we might I like we it. might we might have ourselves somebody who can get us. That dude back, is everywhere. The, I will say, like, watch yeah. watch the cup. You know, when it's on this weekend tomorrow. You watch football, you watch bat like he is there. And yeah. not just like I mean, Shane would be there, like you kinda see him over in his box or up like he's like down on the court, he's down on the field, like <laughs> he he's, running he's the, like running the possession arrow. Set the chairs up. Yeah. <laughs> he's like old school, guy. baby. He's old school. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So I mean to me that's somebody that's actually like got a finger on the pulse of what's going on, which is actually why I think long term I trust him. And the decision he's going to make with respect to football. What are you laughing at? Finger on the pulse. Uh, it's because of the the, where, where the the. I didn't where say I, it was where, like he was. You know, his butt was puckered and bleeding. I think that's why it's funny because we <laughs> went there last week. That now we can't say anything about fingers. Anything without... about anything? Evidently, <laughs> we gotta we gotta stay. <laughs> juvenile, oh, juvenile behavior or <laughs> it's it's a good indicator for Ren. I'm happy for the women's uh basketball team. Um but yeah. Um men's college cup. Yeah, yeah. We're in the final four. I watched the the game against um ULM to get us there. Uh we got a chance to win this thing. We really do. Like, we yeah, can... Do you know so I don't follow soccer a ton, obviously. What so like I didn't even realize there was a cup. Like I mean I knew there was obviously yeah. a championship, but I didn't realize there was kind of a you know two semis like cup thing going on. But does anybody know the stories of like the others? Because the one thing that surprised me just seeing the marquee of the matchups was Oregon State's unranked on a national level. Well, uh, are they were they unranked or are they like do we, do they have the rankings beside our name? Like what are we ranked? Yeah, or is it, or is it I saw it. Well, no, because there's for the nothing by Oregon State. And I'm assuming it was like what they're – because it – I mean, mate, yeah, because it's – well, let's see. They would have to have a seed, right, if it was just part of the tournament seeding. There was just nothing by them. Let's see, College Cup. Let's see. Here we go. I kind of find uh my brother lives in Morgantown. I think you guys know that, but um, him, um, like they're they go to the games all the time, the soccer games. Like they they have a lot of fun with uh with it, and um, you know, I I, I think it, I I love watching soccer. Like if I'm involved with a team, like whenever Messi came to Inter Miami, I watched all those games. Yeah, it was fascinating to watch. Like that was that was awesome. Um, so, so we got a, I, I'll, I'll be watching the college cup. We got a sure. five by West Virginia, which is, I think was our national ranking entering the, okay. The either tournament. that or the C. Yeah. Okay. And then Clemson's nine, Notre Dame's two, and then Oregon state doesn't have anything. Um, mm. which I'm assuming, which it was yeah. kind of, you know, 
interesting. Maybe they came see. in unranked and yeah. have just yeah. made their way to the final. Got on fire. That's possible. So we play Clemson tomorrow at five o'clock my time. And North Carolina is one of the teams, right? Just uh, Oregon State, Notre Dame on the other side of the oh, bracket. Okay. Us and Clemson on this side. Yeah. And we're in the Sun Belt. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Yeah. But you know what? Our all women's the, all are, of the teams are in all the big teams are, are in the, the Sun, Sun Belt. Belt. Yes. Yeah. But our women's soccer team is in the Big Twelve. How crazy is that? Like that is if that's not the perfect. It, that's what college sports are. Right yeah. Now, right? yeah. Well, and we don't even, yeah, exactly. Like, and we don't have, maybe we will eventually. Uh, I've always found this curious, but because uh, softball is such a big thing in the Big 12, right? Like Texas, you know, there's then Oklahoma, granted, now they're SEC, but, you know, it's like we've have, we haven't had a softball program, right? And there's been no effort to kind of, at least as far as I can tell, to, to grow one since we joined the Big 12, which has been some years now. How's, how's golf doing? I feel like they're, kind of competitive-ish now, right? I feel Maybe. like they um, weren't... They started off pretty pretty decent this year, but I don't, I don't know. I think I their know. course is Pete Dye, right? I remember reading like one of the recruits. Was like, why did you choose West Virginia for golf? He's like, because I could play at Pete Dye every day. <laughs> pretty cool. I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty it's nice. not Meadow Ponds. <laughs> now that would be awesome actually if you're like welcome Talk to west virginia yeah oh uh, you don't need a cart where we're going <laughs> uh, uh is that place still operational no it's a housing yeah. housing development it's oh, like shit. it's yeah there are houses everywhere over there now i'm shocked um, that seemed like yeah, a low. I can't machine. believe they weren't making money on that golf course <laughs> to sell it off. Just build a bunch of houses. It just they weren't make making. Well, they weren't spending money on the golf course. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like a one riding lawnmower. It may have been like ten dollars though. They weren't yeah. like charging anything. I think was yeah. maybe the problem there. Yeah, sometimes you'd go up there and be like, "I don't have change for a twenty. Just go ahead." Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> just. Don't mind the spray paint. It's fresh. It's, you hit the ball right down the fairway, and you're like, I have no idea where my ball is. Yeah. Right. Not because it was like, it was just the, the grass was that high. Like, yeah. The fairway was like clover. Yeah, they couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't get the mower over there this week. It's too wet. Uh. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm excited for the College Cup. I'm excited for the Duke Mayo Bowl. Um, Chat, oh, transfers. Chad, do you still have that article of like or, or that list of people like who who's confirmed staying? Because that was that was good Ooh. news. Yeah, who do we know is staying? Um, Ray, dude, so excited about Cole, Cole Taylor. Taylor. That guy's a okay. stud. So Traylon Ray, Cole Taylor. There were three offensive linemen, but okay, I got to get their names. I don't know if I have Milam. I guess would be one or Milam. Um. Okay. And yeah. Um I think um what is it? Remick? Is that how you pronounce it? Mm, I don't know. It's not a good sign though if we don't <laughs> if we yeah, don't you know, Tom Thomas Remac Remick Remick Remac or Remick or maybe, maybe it's Remac, I don't know. Uh isn't Coulter he now that's one of, that's our uh, linebacker, right? Coulter. 
that said he was going to stay. Um, so that's good news. Yeah, obviously good stuff. I mean, at least there hasn't, you know, knock on wood, there hasn't been like a major hemorrhaging, you know, of right. multiple names. Although the, it news, is... the news today on the D back side, yeah, that's that's concerning. Um, since that's not exactly been a position of strength oh, for us. Yeah, Yates was the other one. Yates. Okay. I wonder though, with the D backs, is that a, is that a result of us saying, "Hey, we're hitting the portal hard for defensive backs. You're not going to be a starter next year." Like if, if if it goes our way, we're going to get defensive backs in here that will be better than you. Think, <laughs> and, what is Beanie? And so you need to leave. Year. He was I mean, a I senior, I think. Beanie. Right? Was he? I, I think he was. Yeah. Year. Fox is staying, and Trotter's staying. Okay. Oh yeah, Trotter. That's. Yeah, I, I think was, two of the, in my mind, two of the people, the two of the key people, potentially that we've not heard anything about, right, or that. I'd like to see CJ, CJ and, and White Jaheim. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I feel Hudson like Clement. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What about him? But I feel like CJ's the I type Dylan, of person. I think Dylan's got a little man crush on Hudson Clement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, 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 a, he's a West Virginia boy. Uh, he's not numbers. Uh, you're right. No, you're right. Pay yeah. the boy. I mean, he was a walk on. He got a scholarship. I, I let's throw him a you know. I think throw Frazier, him a new car. You know, Frazier. I was kind of interesting to know. I mean, I don't know why he would right, but when he got hurt, I was like, oh, is that going to change? Because he had another year potentially, right? I think pretty positive. Um, he could have come back and played. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't sound like you know he's he's made no statements that indicate that he's not gone, right? And preparing for the NFL, but. I just did initially thought, hey, maybe he's hurt. Like, maybe that'll change his, you know, kind of equation. Beanie is a redshirt junior. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what that means anymore, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. With all these damn. No, okay. Redshirt senior. Yeah. So he's gone. Okay. Okay. Well, that sucks. He was our lockdown corner. Yeah. <laughs> Beanie Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beanie. Well, like I feel like CJ, somebody that's going to shop. I feel yeah. like that that he's got that too. For sure, he. I don't know. I don't know the guy at all, and there's a lot of great things I've heard about, like him in that running backs room, right, and kind of like mentoring Jaheem and kind of being, but just outward expression of like attitude this season just seemed like a dude that was mad at the world a yeah. lot. You know, ripping the helmet off, doing just kind of out of character stuff. It wasn't the same right. guy I saw last year. Right. Granted, it was the I whole think, season. I think the, the the conundrum with him would be last year he got paid. Like I think that clearly happened in the off season. Is after his freshman year, he did the whole thing where he removed WV from his Instagram or whatever. We got scared, and he got paid to stay stick around. Well, now Jaheim White is probably the starter next year, right? So. Ooh. So I would think that if they if they're both there, they're going to be splitting. If not, he's going to have the majority of the carries for sure. Right. So, what happens if we're like, listen, man, we we can't pay you the same money we paid you last year because we we we, we got to give some to him now. We got to give some to him. <laughs> yeah. So he's either going to have to take less money or go somewhere else. And I don't, you know. I don't know. I think you know. I think what this all comes down to is somebody's got to want them for more money too. If if right. if we still are going to offer them the same amount of money, 
and nobody else has got is, is ponying out more, then surely he stays, right? But I mean, if you have to choose between the two, you've got two other running backs that are decent running backs. So I mean, I mean, I like that's both a, of them. A crowded room. Like yeah, you know, I feel like that's they what both I was have curious. like different things to offer us because you know CJ's more of a power runner. White's I'm, more of a you know. I'm surprised explosion. one of those other guys doesn't yeah. leave. Honestly, yeah, you know? like Johnson, I mean, that's just a lot of guys for yeah. one one room for sure. Right. Yeah, and maybe I mean, they, maybe they they've shown that they have the ability to to play at this level. So it's just not touches, like they, right? I mean, it's yeah, just, right. There's not enough touches for that many guys. I, on I this feel team. like I feel like if you put any one of those four in, you're not going to be disappointed. Well, maybe that's good. Maybe you know, in the sense that if if Jaheim White does leave, maybe we'll still be all right. You know, because um, so, Jalen Anderson be, and Justin Johnson, I think, are yeah, both still yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, personally. I wouldn't. Jaheim uh, showed the most, like, right where you're just like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I hate to say it consistently, but I I feel like a lot of it, like, rides on CJ's attitude this year is why I feel this way. But, you know, if if any of them are going to leave, then if CJ left, I'll be okay with it. I'd love to see a backfield with the, you know, Garrett, Jaheim, and CJ in there at the same time. Kind of like a slate. Yeah, instead of running five wide, let's run four. In the backfield. Yeah, let's go. Let's go old school, baby. <laughs> formation. Yeah. I mean, I want yeah, to see. I want to see a Sports Illustrated college football cover, right? Like the Pat Slayton Schmidt cover, but yeah. I want to see it with Garrett, CJ, Jaheim. Yeah. Man. Well. All they need to do is be outstanding for about two more years, uh, setting records, and uh, that, Bullshit, that might Dylan. happen. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think Garrett might have some Heisman buzz next year. If, I if that I mean, list, yeah. that list that we were looking at with the uh, top top ten quarterbacks, yeah, what was that they're, a rating? They're grading, they're yeah, great they're how they graded out. Yeah, average. Like, what did you say? All of them, but. Um, there was one or two that were, I think, could declare, and it was questionable. But I think he was the only one that was definitely coming back. Yeah, of the, from yeah. that list. Yeah. yeah. Which to me, you know, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of big names leaving. Yeah. And it's not it's not unrealistic for him to to get a little buzz. Yeah. Oh, sure. No. Especially if we come us. out and beat Penn that, State, like like if if we if we come out and beat Penn State, and he's got. 400 yards rushing and 800 yards <laughs> passing, he'll be on the high. <laughs> and, and he threw to Hudson Clement uh, for 500 yeah. of them. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you know what? Get you, that, a little buzz. you just made me think of, uh, which we've talked on and touched about before. Maybe, maybe we should make this like a little part that we talk about every now and again, which is Mountaineers in the NFL and how they're doing. But it made me think mm. of the 70 63 shootout. With Gino, and then watching Gino the other night uh, play against 49ers. No, who were Cowboys. they playing the other night? Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. He had uh, four touchdowns. Um, looked mm. really good. Looked he looked really, really, really good. good. Felt bad. I got him on my fantasy team, so yeah. it helped me out. That was awesome. I think the the pressure <laughs> went out, you know, near the end of the game where they just couldn't block, you know, their their pass rush. But man, he looked good. He's and so then, accurate. It's unbelievable. It's crazy yeah. how accurate he is. Yeah. 
I mean, he's, yeah, I'm, he's, I'm like so happy for him too because like he has waited and waited and he finally got his shot. Yeah. And well, remember, he hasn't, he, got, he hasn't like let anybody down really. I mean, they're not like Super Bowl contenders, but he's his play is consistent. He's not what's his name Zach Wilson. Jesus no, Christ! What's okay? That's that's hilarious that you <laughs> mentioned back. him. Yeah. So Gino was on the Jets. He was a starter for yeah. the Jets, and then like a linebacker knocked him out and like broke, broke his, his jaw. jaw. Yeah. He was going to be or something like that. And broke his jaw in the locker room. And then room. they they got rid of Gino at, somehow out of that. I don't know what happened there, but now he ended up Jets. with the Giants. After yeah. That, right. Yeah. Something. Something. It was really he weird did. how that all played out. The, dude, the Jets are just. Are and have been a dumpster fire. I feel oh, like they always will be. They always <laughs> will be. <laughs> like, I, don't get me wrong. I hate to see anybody hurt, and I know that really had to have severely sucked for every Jets fan <laughs> to watch <laughs> Rodgers go down on the first series. But there was part of me that's like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> he comes out. He comes out with the American flag. It's just like, I mean, what's what's crazy about that is every. I mean. Amazon, NBC, and ESPN all were like, we are going to have the Jets on primetime every single yeah. week. And we have, just seen, <laughs> we have just seen poor Zach Wilson just getting embarrassed every they're, single week. They're, on on the, they're, back, they're yeah. like on their fourth quarterback that's now, what, Wilson again? They like yeah. went through. Kind the of coach has got to be like, the coach has got to be turning around, looking on the bench and going, oh, God, God. Zach, get in. Bottom ticker was like, Jets named Zach Wilson starting quarterback again. He was previously benched. Zach Wilson denies reports that he was reluctant to start again. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like saying that, yeah, that essentially the only reason that they're starting him now is because he must have went to them and said, like, I need to start to show that I'm not reluctant to start because he's a free agent, right? Like after this year. So he's just trying to like find his next home. He doesn't want to be like a bad locker room guy. I don't know what I, I don't know what kind of person he is, but my God, I feel bad for him because he is just—it's been rough. It's, go. it's been it's awful, been... awful, awful. And like you can imagine the coach being like, "Hey, Zach, you're getting the call next week." He's like, "Really? Do we? Are we? Are, are we, are we doing this again? How what many games are in this season? Also, what? Like, <laughs> there is no real way." <laughs> Not many more. I imagine him like laying in like a fetal position, like with a towel around him, like no, please. Like, there's no realistic way that Aaron Rodgers is trying to come back and play, right? Like, there's there's nothing to play for. Like, I mean, it's one thing if they're in playoff contention or arguably in playoff contention. I don't think that's the like Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, man. He's a guy that you can't deny, like his his talent and his product and he's an incredible quarterback but he's a weird know, son of a he bitch he is a strange bird he really is for I think, sure i think he wants to come back just to prove to that prove a point. Yeah. yeah yeah just to, well, he's always trying to prove <laughs> points you know if and i'm the, like if you're the owner you're, you're like no. back and fucking blow it up again just Comes to be out like with yeah, the american so. flag and, and <laughs> ruptures it on the way out with the flag like not even in a football play i don't know why i'm laughing it's terrible but it's kind of funny, I guess. Uh, oh yeah. man, that, that was that was great. And it's honestly the primetime games this year in the NFL have been awful. That, yeah. that Seahawks and Cowboys game was probably like the better, yeah, the best, any the, of the them best have been. primetime game that we've had. I mean, right now the Steelers 
and the Patriots. whoever are playing. The what Patriots, are the two quarterbacks' right? names? Name the two quarterbacks. Well, Pickett is hurt, Pick, right? Pickett. Yes. No, Pickett's hurt. Mac, <laughs> Mac Jones is Mac like, Jones is benched. It's like some I, I I can't name either of them. Yeah, I did. I I'll tell you, I did watch the uh, I watched the which was very interesting, right? Uh, a game the other night, the Chiefs and help me out, fellas. The Packers, uh, the Packers. Yes, yeah, with yes, like yes, the yes. you know total like last two minute like what are the referees doing like non calls yeah. and calls where you're like yeah. what what is happening right now? That pass interference might be that they didn't call might be the most like obvious pass interference call I've ever seen. Bad. Like Did the, you, no, it can't be the most obvious one because it was the <laughs> Saints and Vikings. Oh, the playoff, playoff game. game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But I mean, this dude like bad. jumped on his back, went through it yeah. right, and then you're just like, that the ball would have been at the four yard line, you know, for the Chiefs, and it's the Chiefs. Like, I mean, yeah, they right. would have had to score and get a two. Yeah, that's got to be part of the script, right? Well, I'd also be pissed if I'm the NFL, right? Because I'm like, dude, I want that to happen, right? Like, we want to keep extending the viewership on this, like, make it tight, get it, you know, whatever. But I think but, the NFL is like they, I don't know. I mean, the more and more like. You, you read about these conspiracies and stuff that they, they have these scripts and all this stuff that it's not, it's not, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like the Packers are, you know, even if the Chiefs are like that team that got Mahomes and Kelsey and all that stuff going on, but the Packers are still like one of those teams where they want them to be in the mix too, because they've always, I don't know. They've, yeah. they're, I know what you're saying. One it's of the a, it's a, like a blue blood, right? It's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's Lombardi. It's like the right. NFL, the, you know, yeah. origin genesis. Yeah. So, but, oh, quick shout out. I don't know if y'all watched or not. I actually watched it from Houston, Texas, because Brandy showed a side of her that I had oh, never yes. seen, which was <laughs> North Marion Husky cheerleader. But watch that double A. Oh. Yeah, double Raider. They yeah, double yeah, A double state a. championship. Yes, what North a Marion, catch. Fairmont State. What an amazing, what a, what a game. game, what, what a, a game. game. That game is incredible. Unbelievable. Wow. And I mean, the yeah. fake punt, the fake punt doesn't get talked about. That's like, what I mean. I was like, it's a Rich Rod fake punt, man. This is like <laughs> Georgia, you know, where it's like the, the cojones to call yeah. that right there, and then to even yeah to get that amazing one handed catch to even have a chance to like, go down reviews in high school yes. that was <laughs> awesome and then he was on like the espn top 10 for that day as the number one play but i mean that was the right in my mind that was the right call right because i'm like you haven't stopped them you got to go for just go for the win oh here. yeah oh yeah Might Might well. lose on your own terms you haven't stopped them old all school game dana holgerson call yeah and i felt because they kept talking about their kicker right like he's a rookie you know it's his first year kicking it's mm. raining i'm like that poor kid's gonna get up there and miss that <laughs> extra <laughs> thankfully yeah. he took that heat off of him you know and did yeah. it uh but man that was a hell of a game and kudos to to both schools but also just west virginia for putting putting some product out there i mean that that was good to see i think you know, obviously, we're never going to be a Texas or you know any of these states that just produce because of the population. But man, you can tell the game has gotten better. Yeah, for sure. In that state, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell just the number of guys playing in college and on WVU that are. And I, I don't know products. if it has. You know, I'm not real sure like about this, but I'm just assuming that 
I think that a lot of the old school coaches that were with these teams and these schools for 30, 40 years are starting to, to move out. So you're getting a lot of younger, younger coaches that are like, they know they know how to do the right thing. They're actually to, coaches, right? Yeah, like they're not right. just like yes. gym teacher who's yeah. coaching football. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure both of those coaches from North Marion and Fairmont were our age. Like, yeah, Darren, uh, yeah, one is Brandy's cousin, Darren, um, who's, yeah, pretty young. I mean, and, and the crazy part is when they're talking about the staff during that game and they mentioned, like, they have, like, legitimate offensive, you know, coordinator, defensive, like, they have legitimate staffs right. that have assignments. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, yeah. I was, like, when I was watching it, that's what I, I, I told Jessica that. I said, this looks like a football game. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we, you know, you yeah. go and watch – Smaller, defense, smaller defense schools on both yeah. teams, I think, yeah. but, where the offenses were really good. Um, but still, but, I mean, like just the the you know the whole procedure of everything looked it looked crisp, clean, crisp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looked good. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't uh, you know Eddie Williams and Jack McCord out there, but right. it looked okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, um, if you're listening, been, Eddie, I love you. I'll, I'll take no Jack McCord uh, blasphemy. Yeah. I was gonna, well, hey, I listen, a dude who coaches defensive line while chewing on a stogie will always be my friend. So <laughs> RIP. <laughs> this has been uh, this has been quite a ride tonight, boys. Yeah, uh, really has. My adult we, ADD we're, is really we're full in swing. we're in the woods, but we're in the weeds here. Um, yeah. Well, listen, let's let, let's do a bull pick 'em. We'll play maybe for next episode. We can. How do you we'll want just, to do it? How do you want to? Do we do for it? all of them, or do we do only do like power? If, I say we do. Let's do obviously our game. Maybe we do Big Twelve. I mean, there's an interest there, so maybe we look at the Big Twelve games. We do obviously our game, and then we do kind of New Year's New Year's Eve and the the playoff. Okay. Let's yeah, start, from, start say, from our bowl and go on. If that sounds good to me, that that'll work. I would say make your pick ahead of time, and we'll just like explain it. Whatever. Well, I'm gonna wait to to see like Mike. <laughs> at least my make score his picks prediction. after he hears. I want to hear Drake May. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to know who's playing and who's not for these teams, right? Like yeah. what? Because I feel like that's going to roll out in the next week or so is going to be who's sitting out, you know? Yeah, because these guys are starting to prepare for these games now, so yeah, they they got to get their personnel in order, so they got to figure out who's going to be taking the snaps. So yeah, we should know a lot more next week about who's who's going to be playing, and and that'll clear it up. So we've got the cup tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. you know, good luck to the Mounties. Um, Just looking to see just real quick what. We have on tap on the basketball side now that Kerr's going to be back. When it, what's our next uh, next game there? Because we can maybe get a feel for if that's going to really help or not. Um, I can't hurt. I can't imagine. Crazy if he was like just like Steph Curry. Like he steps uh, on the court and it's just like raining oh, yeah. threes, and we like Lo- we're completely we different lose team. A game the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we played Drexel on Saturday at the Coliseum. When do we start conference play? We start conference play. Ooh, well, pre-conference play, we've got Ohio State. Ooh, um, in Cleveland. 
on December 30th. And then right after that next game is actually here in Houston against UH. I'm going to go to that one, January 6th. Oh, that's awesome. going to be brutal, dude. Yeah, that's, you that's really, you're going to go down there and you're going to watch us lose in Houston to a Hail Mary and to the number one team in the country. I'm a glutton for Mountaineer <laughs> punishment. I'm just training. Yeah. I'm training myself. We'll give, <laughs> you've already won the award for toughest Mountaineer fan. You don't have to keep proving it to us. Right. Like people don't even say anything to you when you walk into the stadium with a West Virginia gear on. They're like, that is, that is not non threatening. The center. They're just like, yeah, this is going to be bad. All right. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, uh, it was fun. I guess uh, let's go win a let's go win a soccer championship. Let's go win a soccer. Is it when's the next finger on the pulse? (laughs) It always is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you on the next one. All right, later, fellas.